Blog Talk Radio. Some days life feels perfect, other days it just ain't working. The good, the bad, the right, the wrong, and everything in between. Yo, it's crazy, amazing, we can turn our hearts through the words we say. Mountains crumble with every syllable, hope can live or die. So speak life. Like that song, you guys. I had to let it play all the way through. <laughs> you let it go all the way to the end. But, but listen, no, on the real, I cooked some cube steak and gravy with spice, and I haven't had that in so long. So that's what I was really doing. I was trying to eat my food before. Please <laughs> 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 just y'all. It is so good. It, the gravy is perfect. It is it's so good. But anyway. 
And for, for everybody like, listening, for everybody listening, Tammy hates when I talk to her about food, but here she is talking about my favorite food, you know, <laughs> steak. But if I call t- Tammy tomorrow and be oh, like, dear. Tammy, guess what I'm eating? <laughs> She'll be like, Rodney, you ain't right. <laughs> Tammy, we are yeah. good. We are we are good. Um, not much to, uh, I don't know. There, there's, well, this is nothing new, but there's nothing to complain about. Um, we did t- uh, Tamaria's show on Saturday, and um, that was awesome. Uh, Tamaria was uh, in here last night, you know, trying to um, get different sound bites uh, from the video. And um I'm glad that I'm glad that we were able to do that with her. Um I had a great time and it seems like, you know, everybody else did too. So um we were actually just in here like talking about a few different things and potential topics for her show and our show. So so we'll see. We'll see. How are you doing? I am great, and I, I really got a lot out of that show. It was as if, I don't know if I just make it made it about me, but it really made me think about um, just a lot of things. About It made me go inward. It made me really go a little bit deeper. Not that I don't, but, um, and that seems to be, I don't know if it's just, well, it is. It's just, I guess, part of the process, but that, I found myself thinking, this show was for me. <laughs> So I really enjoyed it. I really did. I really enjoyed it. It was awesome. Um, and she, I don't think she planned on going two hours uh, Saturday, Saturday morning. So yeah, I I kind of figured that, but it was it was it was difficult to um, to stop, and it was so so many great great opinions. I'm glad you brought it up because I was telling Tasha about it today. And now that I'm hearing you talk about it, she still can listen. She doesn't. She doesn't have to listen only on Facebook. She can go to some of the other ones, right, and listen because she doesn't have Facebook. So for those who don't have Facebook, what is the best way for them to go back and listen? Yeah, uh, Tammy, uh, do you mind if I let Tamaria uh, share uh, with everyone how they can listen to it? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I was going to say, let's give a few more people. I, I know I was expecting at least hopefully two more people tonight. That way I want them to hear okay. it as well. So maybe before okay. Okay. look before she before she tilts that head to the right or left and fall asleep. <laughs> let's <laughs> definitely hear it. Tammy, no, Tammy, she, she is Tiffany Haddish tonight, Tammy. Oh, okay. Mary has had me laughing so hard, <laughs> and she wasn't even trying to. But <laughs> the things that she said and how she said it, it was just hilarious to me. But yeah, let's do that, Tammy. Let's wait until a few more people are on, and and then and then we can do that. Okay. Okay. So it was it was really good show for those of you who did not hear it. The title was "Let Me Live." And when Tamaria um, comes on and give you guys information on how to listen, I'd like for her to kind of read the description as well. But 
it, it is a show for everyone because we all judge people. We all, and that's what I mean. I found myself thinking, why am I asking? Why am I even concerned about this, about this person? Why do I care? I mean, like, really, what? It just made me start asking myself more questions as if I need to, to ask any more of myself. But um, the journey to living, you guys, is through yourself. And I still say, um, you let people live when you're living. Like you just, you just stop giving a shit. Like not that you don't give a shit, but you just stop. Like I don't have time to be trying to figure out what you're doing, why you're doing it. Because my stuff over here, it's got question marks behind it. My 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 sentences have question marks. <laughs> so so I don't have time anymore. Um, <laughs> I'm so serious, Rodney. Like I, I don't even know how. I, I don't know how how I've made it this far far because I'm I'm one of those people who stay in my head. Um, matter of fact, I was listening to one of my trainings tonight for the life languages. Um, I've missed the last two months, so I have to go back and listen and, and let them know that I've listened. Um, and when it, they they talked about all the languages, but they were talking on me and. It says that, what they said to in the training, which I know this, but to hear it and to hear someone else says it, like, and then I feel, and then I think about what I feel, and then I may or may not do anything. I just get caught up in my my thought process. But the great thing about that is because I know that about myself, and I know that, um, I know that I need to put action to my thoughts. So I'm more intentional about doing that because I'll think it, and they are so right. I'll think it, I'll come up with something, then I'll feel some kind of way about what I came up with, and I'll second-guess myself, and then I'll go back and I'll think that through, and I'll create it all over again in my head. And her, I want my spine to kill y'all, her actual words, and it was just so surreal to me. Um, She said that that we contemplators are wired like their think their thought process is so real it's almost like um playing it is virtual what do they call that so virtual something Rodney um react like a virtual reality like our thoughts are so real to us almost mm-hmm. to the point we may even think that we've had the conversation excuse me, that we need to have with people because we've likely had it in our head before we have it with them. And so when you were having the conversation with them, we played it out so so in our head that when we have the conversation with the person and it doesn't match, we're like, what do you mean? You know, we it's just crazy. And I can <laughs> see myself doing that so many times because I've played it out in my head over and over and over again. My 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 question, my comment, the person's response. They may say this, but they may say that. But when they say something that I have not um, thought about or put in my, my thick head, then I'm like, what? That was not, wait a minute. Now i got to go back and think again. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just I'm telling that's what I mean. My sentences have question marks that that I that every day that I'm I'm working to answer. And when I think about how long I feel like I've been on this journey of 
learning. There's always something new. There's always another book that takes me to another place. There's 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 something that happens in my life that makes me just want to pull my hair up in a ponytail and just cut it all across the top. I don't even know why I would think about that one, but just just crazy. Just make you like, where did this come from? But but I'm getting in another state. I can always tell when I'm going to another stage of it, and I wish I knew how many stages of this. But I'm thinking, you guys, that it's, it's forever until you leave this world. Um, because every time I do something dramatic or something drastic, something just happens that to me is so big. Like, okay, so this is the final finale. It's like a, one of the series. You know, they play, you get to three seasons, and they just stop it. And then you have to wait. Yeah. So that's how I feel. Like, my life is just, like, seasons with episodes and and now this season is done. We may or may not air again for this particular, you know, for this particular set. Or we may just come out with a whole new show, a whole new name. <laughs> so that's how I feel. So I have to start letting people live because I know that I, I, I have not. I've been so tied up in, in people, other people's lives until I could see where I have just totally, totally um, not attended to my emotional needs, my um, those those little corners that are still tied up into, I think we talked about inner child um, last week, that they, they still just have me in Oh, gosh, in something, um, and I'll, I'll say this, and I'll turn it over to you, and if you'll just welcome the people in, but I, I heard that, and I don't know if I've ever shared this on, on the show, but I'm going to share it tonight because it's part of my story. So I, I recently heard that um, the man that was in my mom's life that was the reason for me coming to Tennessee that his 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 mother passed away, and you guys, I, I something happened in me, not about the mom, but like all that anger stirred up in me again, and I and I thought, you know what, maybe I should try to find him again because I I I went looking man several years ago, and I went looking for him at church, determined to confront him in front of the congregation, determined. I asked people, where is he? They would say he's there, and I promise you, I think God hid him from me. I think God's Christ, this girl is crazy. I can't even stop her, but I'm serious. People would say, he's here. Go here. He's over there. I would go, and and he, like, he had to be there because he's Ministry of Music, and I had heard that he was doing the same thing to another lady, and the kids were being affected the same as we were being affected, and I thought this shit's gonna stop. I'm going. I'm gonna find you. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> and that's the only place I knew that I could find him was at church. And I went by myself. I didn't tell anybody what I was doing because I knew if I told them, they were gonna stop me or try to. So I just said, I'm going. I didn't go for church that day. I didn't go for God that day. I went to settle the score in my way. And so when I heard that mother had passed away, I just, I, I, I didn't have sympathy, I'll be honest with you, with, with, for him. I hate, you know, that his mom passed, but my mind went right back 
And that was last week, you guys. That's like this is the tamer that does the butterfly release show should be past all that. So I'm just telling y'all, this is real life. <laughs> and the show is more <laughs> for me than you. <laughs> so, but now, so I'll just, since I'm, since I'm going to be a, a student tonight, Rodney, you welcome the people in because I, I don't think I'm ready tonight. <laughs> well, I think you are. I think you are because. <laughs> Um, I read I read a Facebook post uh, One of it was yesterday And I was sharing it with Tamaria And A friend of mine Posted on Facebook About Something that he's going through And While It was quick I mean not necessarily quick, but easy to judge him, I'll say. Or you you could be quick to judge him because it was so easy. He made it so easy to judge him. I didn't read his post that way. And I was telling Tamaria yesterday when I got home, like, I started reading it, but then, like, I didn't get to finish reading it. Um, And so finally, like, you know, when we – we're at Tamari's aunt's house last night because we had to take Nadia over there. I finally got to read the rest of it. And, you know, when I started reading this post, this guy was essentially talking about, you know, his marriage. And, you know, he was like, you know, a lot has happened in the last three years. And he was like, you know, I'm going to answer when you see me in the street, the two questions that you're probably going to have for me, I'm going to answer them right now. And they were, am I separated? Yes. Do I want to talk about it? No. But if you can, if you continue to read on, he talked about, or at least hinted at why he is separated. And he alluded to the fact that you know, he, one, was not ready to get married a few years ago when he got married. He was also, like, he also talked about, like, because he was not ready, like, he rushed into the marriage. And then he talked about his faults and his failures in the marriage. Never once mentioned his wife. Never once. And to me, that's more impressive when somebody is not afraid to say, hey, I messed up, regardless of what they did. Because a lot of times we don't let people live because we want to focus on what we can see. We don't want to know and we don't want to focus on the story behind what we can see. If we read a book, we want to look at the cover because the cover is usually attractive. The cover is beautiful because people put a lot into the cover. Then we want to look at the back because usually there's like some good stuff on the back cover of the book. So we want to focus on the outside. 
Same thing we do in life. Me and Samaria were talking about makeup tonight. We want to focus on the outside. And as long as the outside looks good, as long as the outside is appealing, as long as the outside lives up to these fictitious standards, then it's okay. But the truth is in the book. The real deal occurs in between the cover. You think about your life. And my former pastor used to talk about this all the time. You think about somebody's life, you always see on the obituary, um, you see on their tombstone, you always see the date that they were born and the date that they die, right? And that's what people focus on. They were born in 1947. They died in 2020. But there's a little hyphen there that nobody focuses on. And the truth is in the hyphen, not in the date. The truth is in that little teeny line, that little teeny horizontal line. That's where the truth lies. That's where all the juicy stuff is. That's where the secrets are. That's where the good and the bad is. But you get very little information because you get a few people at their funeral to stand up and they talk about, you know, the good times. They talk about the laughs. They may say, oh, there are ups and downs. But you never get the full picture. So anyone who is willing to say, listen, here's who I am. Here's what I got. I applaud them because what we fail to do in this lifetime, we fail to allow people to be themselves. We fail to allow people to live. And we wonder why people are afraid to live. We don't want to let them live. And most of us, we don't want to live. We'd rather die the slow death. We'd rather be okay with the struggle. Instead of saying, you know what, this is what it is. Because we don't want to face what is going to come with living. Because with living comes lost. With living comes pain. With living comes heartache. Your favorite person may not be a part of the equation if you're living. They may not be. So it's hard for us to do that. So, Tammy, I wouldn't say that you're not ready. I think that you are. Because at least you recognize where you are, and at least you can admit where you are. So I think (laughs) this is a 
perfect, perfect <laughs> way to begin the show. Okay. And I know that you and I right, talked about right. some things Make last week. Huh? Mm-hmm. I said, well, I, I think I know that. you and I talked about some things last week, but I think this is, I think this is perfect. And I think the things that we talked about last week, I think we'll be able to get into because a lot of that has to do with an extension of what we were able to share and hear on Tamaria's show on Saturday. And it also mm-hmm. flows into what you and I talked about the other day. And I think that there's a lot that we need to share tonight that people need to hear. I agree. I agree. And I do um, want to make sure that they go back and listen to Tamaria's show as well. And I think it does tie in. And I know that we uh, said at the end that we were going to come back and talk a bit more about mindset. Um, I just like to put out there that um, there's a lot going on. Like there's so much going on with COVID. Um, I, I I watched a live, um, whatever it is of of, and it's so much going on. So I really I don't know what's going on with this one, but I just I just ran across on Facebook this young man going live about the shooting. Um. I guess it's, it's, it was due to race, and they were walking through a neighborhood, and, and, and a white guy shot a black guy. And before doing it, he said, y'all niggers need to get out of our neighborhood or something like that. But mm-hmm. I don't know enough about it to comment on it. Um, then I hear tonight here in Memphis that a young person was shot. He was the wrong person. They went to serve a warrant. Um and he wasn't the right person, a a black male, as far as I know. Um, And and, and I'm saying that to say it's so much going on. The the corona, we got the politics. I mean, I've never, never, never heard so much about a president um, and the things that are going on, Um, so much so, too. it, It really does make me vicious about so many things. Um, it creates uncertainty for the future. You know, even though I'm, I'm a, I am a believer, it, it, it really is what it is. But at the same time, not so much for me, but I think about Brandon and Stella and Zali, and now we have another one coming, a baby, you know. And so and with all this uncertainty, it just makes you, makes you feel like um, – I don't know. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's it. Like, I just don't know anymore. And so I realized that for the past few weeks that I've been running this rat race. Um, And I heard something today. I was listening to, I can't even tell you guys what it is because I'll get to the point. There was something on YouTube about growing, you know, about, you know, just transformation, that kind of thing. And the guy said, one of the best things that you can do is become what you teach or tell people to become or to do. And I thought, wow, because it, and, and that, that blessed me, but it also, um, again, made me look inward because, there, because I feel like there's so many things, again, that, I, that I'm 
yet overcoming. And I and I could, I could remember the day, the day that I really, really, really started this journey. And I've mentioned this on here, but I rem- and you guys, it, it was so many years ago. And for the first time, I remember how the wind made me feel. I was walking, out walking, um, and life was happening. And I was I was making some preparing to make some very important decisions um, that would definitely affect me, but not just me, my son as well. So, and and life, my family. Um, and I just remember the wind just feeling like the wind was speaking to me. Like I, I noticed that it was blowing my hair. It was moving trees, limbs, and all of this, you know, just softly and all these things. But I could not see it. Like, but I could not see it. I know you're there because I see what you're doing or what is happening because of your presence, but I cannot see you. And I felt like God was speaking to me at that time um, and to my situation saying, I, I know you think I'm not here. I know you don't see me, but I'm moving things. I'm here. I remember that. And I, I remember just sobbing and walking, like just, just walking. And so fast forward, um, I, I I find myself sometimes in in those not in that situation but in situations where I have to go to nature. I scribbled down today because um, I saw I actually saw one of my posts from three years ago and it was nature. It was it was trees and 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 one one of the the trees I have become really fond of like I, I it's like my tree like I just I, I I find some peace there and so I I realized it was a shared post today I didn't share it, but it was one of my memories and it one of it was that tree from three years ago and I, I jotted down that nature is my bestie um she listens she doesn't repeat what I say she's quiet when I need to talk um some other things. It was just, just, just soothing to my soul. And so I'm saying this because I think so often, Rodney, we get, we get caught up in getting caught up and wanting to get there, wanting to, wanting everything to be solved overnight, every person to be like we want them to be overnight. Um, we want to be all together, um, perfect perfect life, perfect husband, perfect wife, perfect children, perfect job, um, car we want, salary we want. We want all these things. But if we got it, if all these things came, then what else would you want? What else would you need, you feel you needed to make happen or fulfill in your life? What else, what would the next thing be? What would the next situation be? What would be the next um, person that you think needs to change. I think Tamaria said on the show the other day on her show that someone said to her, I don't think your heart's in the right place or some, something to that sort. And so <clears throat> lately yeah. I've been questioning that for me. Like, is 
my heart really in the right place when it comes to not 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 just doing what's right, but doing it to the degree that I deny myself. That that I I look past the um, I'm, I'll say the mindset. I look past my mindset and my stumbling blocks. Um, you know, and, and I'll give you an example, and I'm going to turn it over to you, Rodney, for instance. Say that someone has, um, in your opinion, you feel have, have treated you, said something, did something, um, blah, blah, blah. I want to still be able to be effective in that person's life if I can be and when I need to be. I don't want to hold grudges. I don't want to, I, want, I don't want bitterness to settle in my heart. I don't want unfulfilled expectations to send me to hell because I really think that that there's a possibility that it can. Like you can get, you could be a great person, but you can get so tied up in your pain and what someone said or did, not fully, really, yeah. maybe understanding the full story. We talked about that as well. Like we never really know the, the full story unless we were there. And then that story is based on our perception and the reality of it. So even then there's some false, falseness in it because we, we we can hear it, but we're still going to perceive it from who we are or who we think we are or how something made us feel and vice versa. So I want to just get beyond myself. I want to get beyond my feelings and beyond my emotions. I want to get beyond all of those things and really see the abundance of God, whatever that may be and however that may look in them, I want to be able to see that and respond to that instead of responding to my judgment, my thoughts, my feelings, my pain, if it's a personal situation. I want to be able to carry on um, without bringing on, if that makes sense stuff. And so I'll turn it, it over to you right now and then we can <laughs> get, get into the mindset. So back over to you. It makes a lot of sense, Sammy, and uh and is gonna uh share because uh, you quoted her correctly about like somebody telling her that her heart um wasn't right. But I think oftentimes we miss the mark because we are looking for a certain answer or we're looking for people to say something that goes along with what we think or what we feel. And when it doesn't match, then we instantly go into a a certain place mentally or emotionally or even spiritually and we think that nobody knows, and maybe they don't, but there are times that our heart is not right, and we know it's not right, but we try to, you know, act 
as though it is. And I'm gonna I'm gonna let Tamaria share um because I think um when she told me about, you know, how that all happened, like I thought it was powerful because again, we always interpret things the certain way or one way. But then when people tell us something that is different then you know it I think it wakes us up a little bit. But I'm gonna let Tamaria mm-hmm. share um you know about that situation. Okay. Hey. Uh, <laughs> so this is an interesting topic. Uh and it's funny Tammy you you brought it up uh because it's true. I struggled with that because back in twenty ten I went through a situation at my job and I was frustrated because the manager had made up some things that weren't true. Um, She painted a narrative of me that was not accurate and ended up getting me demoted from a position because she got mad about an incident in which um, she was incorrect about an HR policy. And so I researched it and came back to her with it. And then I was demoted. And then after that time, it was like years where I felt like I went through hell with people in the job. And it was, to me, it wasn't justified. And so I started to build up a lot of anger and frustration. And then fast forward, I took on a new job. And it seemed like those same demons were following me, meaning like the demon of like this anger and frustration because it was just continued double standards and things that were happening seemingly to me that made me upset, like um, not getting the same housing benefits that my colleagues were getting, getting paid $20,000 less than a colleague, and I found that out, like, later. Um, But it was all these things back-to-back that made me frustrated. People were lying to me about opportunities and talking me out of job opportunities, and so I was really frustrated. And then in 2013, before I decided to move to the corporate office, some things had been revealed, other things had not. Um, They would be revealed later, like the $20,000 pay difference, the housing stipend, those things. But I was really mad, and I was frustrated that I allowed people to keep me from what I felt like I deserved. And I remember the pastor at the time, um, and she's still a really close friend, she told me that my heart wasn't right, and I was angry. I was like, what do you mean my heart's not right? Like, their heart needs to be right. And she was like, well, you can't worry about them. And I'm like, yes, I can, because their actions are directly impacting me. So I was mad. I was crying. She was like, I don't care about your tears, and you need to make sure that your heart is right before God. And I'm like, but why can't God fix their heart? Like, they're wrong. And honestly, for years, I carried that frustration about that situation, and it wasn't actually until I got married that I understood what she meant by that. (laughs) Um, So ironically, um, In January of last year, um, I wrote it down uh, because it was a rough time, and I remember being mad, and I was just going to be honest, I was mad at Rodney, (laughs) and I was was like, wait a minute, he's walking by talking about don't put me in this, but I was mad at Rodney, and I wanted to be mad at Rodney because I felt justified in being mad at him. And I went, I was in the back room, and then I opened up my Bible, and I was mad. Like, I was hot. Because what came to her mind was heart, 
forgiveness, faith, renew, repent, and obey. And I was like, hold up, this is a lot of words that I'm thinking about, and why am I thinking about these words? Then I wrote down several several scriptures, First Peter chapters 2 through 3, Matthew 15 through 16, Matthew 5 through 6. And I'm like, what does that have to do with this situation? So I wrote it down. Matthew 6, it talked about whose approval we seek and why. And I wrote down Matthew 6, verses 1 through 4, God knows your motives and your heart. Do not be a hypocrite. I was like, oh, what? To me, I'm not being a hypocrite. I want to be mad, and I think I'm justified in being mad, and I want to be mad. And then I kept going. So then I started to write down more things, and I'm like, huh. So I wrote down alms. I wrote down charity benevolence, hypocrites, piety. And I was like, okay. And I even wrote down the definitions of it. And then as part of reading that, I looked at the Pharisees. And so because they were a major religious group during Jesus's day, I thought about today. And it said they were committed to obeying all of God's commands. They They were admired by common people for their apparent piety or quality of being religious or reverent believed in bodily resurrection and eternal life, believed in angels and demons. So I, cause I was looking it up and I wrote down what was negative and I scratched out the bad parts. And then I was like, Oh my gosh, like Lord help me with my heart. And I wrote down, give me a clean heart. Um, and thank you for pruning, even though I was not trying to go through pruning. And I wrote down, I must stop reviling others yet expecting them not to revile me. And revile means to criticize. Um, And I was like, oh, but it is a little bit deeper than that. And I was like, oh, shucks. Then I ended up on the Beatitudes. And I just kept going. And I was talking about, like, I was thinking about, you know, the Beatitudes and what it means to be someone who really believes and walks in that. And then I, I kept going about soul surgery and how when we are so righteous, we think that we are right. And we think that other people need to fix themselves, but we don't fix ourselves. And in Matthew 5, it says, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use and persecute you, that ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven, for he maketh the sun to rise on the e- on the evil and the good and sendeth rain on the just and unjust. And I was like, wait a minute, Lord, like this is not fair. Like <laughs> I, I have been frustrated a lot of my life by things that people have done to me and I allowed my anger to take me out of the will of God, if that makes sense. Like I allowed my anger to make me fall in the same So meaning if I act out because I'm angry, then I'm doing no better than the person I'm angry at because that's not going to help the situation. Oftentimes it makes it worse. And when I read those things, I was like, oh, now I actually get what she tried to tell me years ago. But I, I, I honestly didn't get it until getting married. Like, I don't think I I saw it. And then when I was sitting back there and I was reading about the Pharisees, I was like, am I like the Pharisees? Like, am I being hypocritical? And I didn't think, like, I didn't want to go down that path, but it was a path I needed to go down. And then I started to fully understand. And there were other instances where I started to realize what she meant about my heart because 
it allows, it makes you bitter or angry because you feel justified. And so then if you act out or if you get frustrated, if you go off or whatever it is, then you are doing no better than the action that caused you to get there in the first place. So I know that was a lot, but that was kind of my, it was multiple situations at work and life. And then I think marriage helped it come full circle because I I tell Rodney, I was like, I feel like marriage is a mirror because it is certainly a blessing, but because it's two individual people trying to mm-hmm. come together as one and we all grow up differently, we have different experiences, what we expect is also different. And sometimes we may misunderstand the situation and it sends things to the left. And it's not until we take a step back and we, really listen that we're like, okay, well, maybe I was overreacting a little bit (laughs) or a lot of bit, depending on the situation. Or maybe I was justified in my anger, but that doesn't mean I have to handle it this way. So anything you want to add, I think it's interesting that, I I think it's interesting to me that you, when you say um, that you really didn't get it until you got married, and going back to 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 marriage, how um the primary reason for marriage is is significant to to god um because like become the relationship the merging the becoming one and and that kind of thing and it and it's difficult you like you said it is really difficult to be able to put yourself aside in many cases and you have to consider Consistently do that, and and I think there's one reason marriages fail because people want what they want. They have their own personal expectations and what they want to change people instead of one person, one whole person, and one whole person coming together and making a person. Um, I, you guys have probably heard like you get a half a person and a half a person that's just one person. And even that part, that that oneness is still confused because eventually you're gonna want you, you're gonna you're gonna need you, and so it sounds like to me that to marry a, I, I I actually thought about this just because you it seems like you you've come to yourself, like you've come to your place, and now you're ready, and before, I think maybe you allowed some of those things to make you. Or, or make you think I'm the victim here. Why do I have to change? Because you do so much for people, but that's where I think we get caught up. Like we're all, we're good people, but it doesn't mean that we have it all together. And that's that that's what I meant for myself earlier. Like I think I had got caught up where I do this, I do this, I do this, I'll do this for people, I'll do this for people. What do I get? And where are people? And I still I still have days where I think like that, but you, you you get so much for people and, and then you expect a little of it back, but sometimes you don't get it back. But y'all, sometimes I think God, God sends Pharaoh. I'm telling you, and for me, like, this is a lesson. This is not <laughs> even about you. I have had people recently that have said things to me that have totally thrown me off of my track. And one of them, I, I told because I wanted to come back with some stuff, but I didn't because it wasn't the appropriate time. And then by then, I just said, I'm going to let it slide. 
And the person said something one day, and I looked because I'm like, you've seen this before. You said something about it. And they looked at me like, really? I don't remember saying that. And I was like, see, I think God be playing. <laughs> but I'm serious. It's like you'll be, you, you, it's like you're taking a test. Like you're, you're, you're taking it out. I'm so serious. I think God just uses situations so that we could grow beyond ourselves and he could get us where he wants us to be. And, of course, he can get to get us there like that, but the experience of it all, Samaria being able to come on here, share that story with us tonight, if it just happened, there's no story. There's just no, there's no story. And we need stories. We need to hear something that we can relate to that sends us into some kind of action. The problem is we get stuck in between. We get stuck or we decide that's too difficult because anything that we avoid or neglect, we don't have, we don't take accountability for it. We feel we, if we, I think we feel like if I just act like this is not happening or I don't feel this way, um, then I, I'm not accountable for it. I don't have a responsibility to change or to do something about it. So I think it's fabulous to me that, that, that it didn't happen until you got married. Uh, thankful that the, the, the pastor told you, because how, how often will people not even say stuff like that to you for you to get it? They'll say it to somebody else. They'll say, I don't think you married your right. in the right place. But they never did tell Tamaria that so Tamaria could have this reflection of herself. Because if she had not told you that, you may not have gotten all of that when you got married and you were mad at Rodney and you sat down to ponder on it. You may not have gotten all of that out of that. So thank God that she even told you. That's true. Now, I think that's the reason for the Well... What would what, you say? Oh, oh, thank you, uh, Tammy. And I said, yeah, that situation could have easily went left because that was seven years before. But I mm-hmm. can't, it, it stayed in the back of my mind for years because I was like, man, what? Like, at first I was thinking, she don't know what she's talking about. God ain't tell her to tell me that. She doesn't even remember the conversation. And you know, but they say so seven years is completion in the Bible. You said seven years to marry this is seven years, the year of completion in the Bible. That's a good point. Yeah, it was seven years ago. And I was like, good grief. So I think that I think that we have a have a hard time um accepting things like that because in our minds we think a certain way. And what we have been trained to believe is right may not be what is right. Or there may be more to um there may be more to the story or there may be more to being right. And so in our minds we think, well, as long as I am doing XYZ, there's no room for me to improve. Um, in fact, I had this conversation with, 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 with a teacher yesterday, you know, because they were talking about, you know, how they were like, you know, how they used to be, um, you know, they were in one district 
and like they were treated as if they were Michael Jordan, and now they're in another district where they're not treated like they're Michael Jordan. It's like, wait a minute, like I'm not Michael Jordan anymore. And I said, well, here's the thing. You have built up this thing in your mind that you are it, that you are Michael Jordan because you've listened to the things that you've heard over X amount of years. Well, maybe you were, maybe you were not, but you're going off of like something that you heard. It doesn't make it a fact because it's other people's opinions. It's still an opinion. And I had to share with them, like, when I moved to New York, like, when I, when I, when I left Manassas City, like, I was it. Like, I have, the, I have the awards and the documents to prove it. Like, people, like, put me on a pedestal in Manassas. Well, when I went to New York for the first time, applying for a job, Oh, I got brought back down to earth. The principal wouldn't even talk to me. And then I thought her reason for not talking to me was so bogus. And whether it was or was not, guess what I learned? You know what? Bro, you ain't in charge here. This is not your show. So what these people want, you got to give it to them, or you ain't going to get no job here. So you know what I did? Because I wanted a job up there, the second time I went back for an interview, not at that same school, because that principal didn't want to talk to me. And I don't care what her reasons were. I had to learn, you know what? That's that lady's school, and that's her prerogative. She ain't got to talk to me if she don't want to. It don't matter. It don't matter how good I think I am. It don't matter how good, like, people in Manassas think I am because they've worked me worked with me for all these years. None of that stuff matters. If you want a job here, you gotta do things a certain way. You might have to do things differently. And it and and their version of right might be different than your version of right. So you know what? The second interview I went on, you better believe I blew it out the water and they they called me before before I even got back to Virginia. Because I was like, okay, if this is what they want, I'm going to give it to them. And all it was is they wanted me to use some sort of text. They wanted me to use, if not a book, they wanted me to use a couple paragraphs. And I was like, that's it? But something so small kept me from interviewing with the principal. They let me teach a class and everything. They were like, oh, the principal thought your lesson was great. The kids were engaged. Like, all of these great things, but the principal would not talk to me because I didn't use a reading passage. So the second time I went, I did the same lesson. Only difference was I used a reading passage because I wanted a job there. I wanted a job in New York City. And I didn't know, coming from Virginia, that is a, that is the thing up there. So you got to understand that the way you grew up 
or the way that you've been trained to do things, it may not be the way. It may not be universal. It may not be everybody's thing. Can you change? Can you adapt? It may not be as simple as a lesson. It may not be as simple as Tamaria's situation where somebody's telling you, oh, your heart is not right. It may not be that simple. Suppose what you've been learning and what you've been practicing has been wrong all along. Suppose it's wrong to God, but you've just been doing it because, hey, somebody told me this is right. Suppose you're wrong. Suppose you find out after 20, 30 years something that you believed, you got to question it now. And I think, Tammy, what we strive to do on a weekly basis with transformation, I think that's why it's so hard. Tamari had to learn some things with marriage. I had to learn some things with marriage. She's about what you learned, right? <laughs> <laughs> I heard her. I heard her. That, look, look, Terry, she tried to be quiet over there. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. <laughs> One of the things I learned was be ye interrupted. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but what I have learned is that what you, again, what I just said, cause, uh, and I'm going to give you guys an example, the way that you've always done things may not be right, it, and it may not be what everybody else does, and don't act like your way is the right way. For example, one of the things where me and Samaria struggle is cooking, or at least how you do things in the kitchen or when it comes to you know, sanitation. I'll, I'll put that. I'll put that in there too. So, Tamaria's thing is like constantly wash your hands and constantly clean everything. Like, it, and to me, at first, it was like, what in the world? Like, I ain't never got no salmonella. <laughs> like, I've been, I've been cooking like this for years. <laughs> like, what do you mean? But, you know, I also had to recognize after, you know, I got out of my own way, what she's saying is right, but I'm but in my mind I'm like, Well, I ain't got sick all these years and I've been cooking since high school the same way. But, you know, because I grew up watching and, and Tamaria finally heard my sister in law say this a couple of weeks ago when her and my brother were here, she was like, Yeah, that is how she cooked. But I learned how to cook, like, watching my stepmom, who taught my stepbrother and I, like, a few, you know, a few things. And my stepmom, even to this day, if you go to her house, she throws the meat in the sink. She washes it all together, like, in the sink. She does not move it. She just washes it. And then she seasons it. She'll put it in whatever she's going to cook it in. And boom. Like that's how it goes. So when we got married, that was what I was, that was 
Right, but she drinks the sink, right? She put, she put, she does drink the sink after all that, right? <laughs> no, nah, I don't know about all that, Tammy. I ain't stick around for all that. But, <laughs> but to marry it, but to marry was like, you just gonna like touch the cabinets and you gonna touch the seasoning and you gonna like, I was like, what? Exactly. You know, because I watched her, like, she would, like, literally wash all the chicken, and, you know, she would flip it over, wash, like, she was washing it, and, like, it was all good, and then she would open the cabinet, like, take the seasoning out, boom, season the chicken, put the seasoning back, you know, and, like, flip the chicken over, season it on the other side, and, you know, now, whether or not she bleached before or after, like, I don't know, I ain't, like, I ain't paying attention to all that. I'm just trying to learn how to fry some chicken, you know, but... At first, I'm like, is the big deal? But then, the more I thought about it, it's like, well, you know, you know, you are touching raw meat here. <laughs> you know, you probably exactly. should. But, but, you know, in my mind, it's like, well, I ain't got sick all these years. Like, man, like, if you had calmed down with all this stuff, like, you know. But it, it's one of those things where you do have to learn your way may not be the right way or just because that's how you grew up, don't mean everybody else grew up like that and it's where you said that. And not only that, I'm going to tie it into something that I learned coaching sports. Just because you do it the wrong way and it works out, it don't mean that your way is good. Like, I remember coaching basketball, and guys, like, had the wrong form when they were shooting. And it didn't go in most of the time, but when it went in, they'd be like, oh, see, I told you, coaches. But it don't always go in. You would be a much better shooter if you followed this form. And I think the same applies to life in that, yeah, your life may be good because you're doing things a certain way. But imagine if you listened to other people and you tried a different way. How much more effective would you be if you were if you were at least open to other ideas? And I think we fall short in that area. I know I do. Um, gosh, Rodney, you said a lot. Hold on. Um, now I'm gonna go back to the washing part, the meat stuff, and the cooking and the cleaning, like that. That we laugh about that, and and it really is a minor thing, but overlooked, especially in a marriage. Overlooked. Say if Rodney says, "I'm gonna do this my way. This has not killed me all these years. I'm good." Mary, if when she cooks, she can do her thing. When I cook, I can do mine. I'll do mine. Now, that's the approach Rodney could have taken, and he might have, you know, first, y'all. He may not be telling us that he might have just had that little attitude first now, right, Rodney? But Oh, I had an attitude. I ain't going to lie about it. I, man, I had an attitude. Okay. Don't bother me about my chicken. I've been fried chicken for years. <laughs> okay. And so what if you would well, have yeah, that, I will say that, too, that attitude? My, my my apologies. I will say that too, in that um, 
I think I really took it more seriously when Tamaria was pregnant. I will be honest about that. I think that I think I think I took it way more seriously when Tamaria was pregnant. Um, but go ahead. My 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 bad. No, no, no. You're fine. I, I was going to say if you had taken the the attitude to regardless of of, of when. You know, if you if you let it go, a couple of things gonna happen, especially with 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 women. I'll say I I say that I think we we are more emotional, and we may take that as you don't even care that you might make us sick, and some we'll take it to the extreme, and I might get sick, and I can die from that, and you don't even care, and you're just gonna continue to do it. That's gonna lead to something else. That then that something else mm. is gonna lead lead to something else, and one day. You don't even you're not even talking to each other. Like you don't you don't even care to talk. And then the next time you're divorced. Like it grows. So when people when it comes to the mindset, do you have a growth mindset or a fixed mindset um, as it relates to yourself and others in your relationship? Because some people are just fixed in their ways. Like this is the way I've been doing it. I'm gonna do it. Whatever. Take it or leave it. Some people take that mindset into their marriage because that has been the mindset that they have grown up with, um, embraced growing up. Like nothing changes. I don't know if you guys remember the ham the ham bone story. I don't know how true it is, but imagine. I'm going to briefly say it because we're going to get out here tonight, right? I got to get up early in the morning. But um, a husband, I know, a husband asked his wife, why do you always cut the ham, the end of the ham bone off? She says, I don't know. My mother did it. So he asked his mother-in-law. Mother-in-law said, I don't know. My mother always did it. Asked her mother. She said, I never had a, a pan big enough to cook the whole ham in. I had to cut it off. I used it for something else, the end. Now, they've been throwing this away because they never saw her put it up. They just saw her cut it off. Same with Rodney. Rodney could have just got what he needed and his stepmom could have cleaned like crazy after he was gone. Because that's what I used to see my doing, bleaching it down. So we never really know the full story. We never, we think we do. We come up with the end result of something and we take it and we run with it. We don't ask the questions. We don't say, Oh, I think you need to check your heart. <laughs> like the lady said to me, we don't say it to get more information. We leave it because we we get our own perception or reality and we run with it. Mm-hmm. That's what I think we do. And, and I met this guy that said, find it, um, and we're going to have him on, but there was about... He says we're sold. We we are sold on what we see, not what we know. Okay, so we are sold on what we see, not what we know. I added, we're sold on what others see, not what they don't know. Now, like we know it, but we want to. We want to. We want to. We want people to see us, not really know us. Because we don't really know yeah. ourselves, and the little bit that we do know, we are afraid to hold ourselves responsible and accountable for dealing with it. We run from it. 
So I think the mindset, you guys, what I'd like to do before we close out, um, over the next week, think about, I want to I wanna share, well, let me go back. Um, I don't have time to read that one. So let's look really quickly. Um, your mindset determines your decisions and actions. You have to understand that your mindset determines all of your decisions, how, how you were bought up, basically. How, how did your family members address change or, or rejection, setbacks, failures? So I came across something said uh, talking about two kinds of mindsets, fixed and growth. And I'm going to briefly go over the two mindsets, and this is by Carol S. Dweck. A fixed mindset um, leads to a desire to look smart and therefore a tendency to avoid challenges, give up easily, see effort as fruitless or worse, uh, ignore useful negative feedback, feel threatened by the success of others. I want to read that one more time. So this is a fixed mindset. It leads to a desire to look smart and therefore a tendency to avoid challenges, give up easily, see effort as fruitless or worse, ignore useful negative feedback, feel threatened by the success of others. As a result, they may play, play too early and achieve less than their full potential. I think we, if, we, if we ask ourselves, we have a lot of people um, with that fixed mindset. So growth mindset leads to a desire to learn and therefore a tendency to embrace challenges, persist in, persist in the face of setbacks, See effort as the path to mastery. Learn from criticism. Find lessons and inspiration in the success of others. As, as a result, they reach ever high levels of achievement. That is, that, is, that is just so surreal to me. So think about over the next week, how do you deal with your challenges? How do you identify your challenges is, is, a, is another question. What is a challenge for you? What do you find? And maybe write this down. What do you see over the next week? What, if anything, challenge-wise comes up in your life that you see as a challenge? And maybe take it an extra step. Why is it a challenge? How are you going to address it if you address it at all? What do you need to learn from it? Make it about you. Obstacles. What is an obstacle? Because I, I mean, I'm coming to a point where I'm, I'm not even all the way over on the growth. I'm still in some areas on this fix. Obstacles should be opportunities if we're looking inward. Do you give up easily? Do you think effort is fruitless? Because nothing's going to happen anyway. You know, that kind of thing. Criticism. Do you ignore useful negative feedback? Do you see it as negative feedback? Write something down. If you somebody tells you something and you see it as negative feedback to you, why? What if you reverse it and said, okay, 
maybe I need to look into this. Maybe there's something inside of me that this person sees. Maybe not to the degree, but it's worth looking into. Um, do you feel threatened by the success of others? Like, how do you really feel? Like, be honest. I'm not saying this for everybody, but I can say there was a time in my life when I thought, I'm doing all this, I'm doing all this. Seems like everybody is moving forward, and I'm just stuck. So that's not wholeheartedly for someone. How do you really feel? What are, what are the thoughts that, that come up, whether you verbalize them or not? Even if you, do you own up to them or you just let that thought pass through and you stay on, oh, good, great, I'm so happy for you, that kind of thing, but not deal with, well, why me? Well, when am I going to, when is my purpose going to unfold? What is your purpose? <laughs> what is success to you? Like, what is success to you? Because success for that person, and we see that, but we, we don't know what that person has did to get there. Like to Mary, I think yeah. Mary is in her lane. And I hear Rodney saying she's staying up. And she's somebody, and she's been, she's been on this journey for 10 plus years. And somebody will see CC America at some point when it's there and thought and think, well, how does she get to do all this this quick? And she's been working on this for years. She's been up and down and around and she and that kind of thing. But she's here. This is her season. Now it's up to her. It's up to her if she takes it over to that growth mindset, moving forward with it. No matter what. Same with us, you guys. Same with us. Same with us. What what will you do now? What what is it? What is it? Because it's never too late. Never too late. Never. And I'm talking to one person I see on this number out there. I'm talking because there's something in her that I know she should be doing. I know it. I'm saying it. I know. <laughs> there's no way she should, she does what she does and has the talent for it and not using it. I just don't believe God gave it to her for her. I don't. I could be wrong, but I don't think I'm wrong. So what is it? This is a week, a mindset week. We'll come back. Matter of fact, I think I may do the thing I've asked you guys to do. Write this stuff down over the next week, and I'll share mine. And and if you guys, somebody, even if you're not on live with us tonight, if you're listening to Facebook or whatever, come back on, share. What were your challenges this week? What were your obstacles? And not just what, but why did you see them as the effort? Did you put effort into it? And if you don't want to, be honest. This is a time to put it down so you'll know where to go from there. Criticism. If you feel like somebody has criticized you. Um, and if you want this chart, let me know, and I'll send it to you, and it may be easier for you to work through the next week so that we can all kind of come together with it. Um, shoot me in text, email, Facebook, whatever, and I'll send you the chart because this is, not my stuff. This is an article. Brain Pickings. That's the name of it. Uh, fix versus growth. But again, I can just copy and paste and send it to you so you don't have to do all that looking for it. Um, Rodney, back over to you. I'm done for tonight. Well, <laughs> I think I am too, Tammy. Um, 
because I think you hit on a lot of necessary points. And I I, I don't want to say too much. I, I, I just want to conclude with this. I think there is a lot within all of us that needs to be unwrapped and unfolded. And we have to be the people to start the process. And what you said about Samaria, I think we can learn, we can all learn from that in that you might be working on something right now that you've been working on for a very long time. We will never know. Like if people heard us on Sirius XM next week, Tammy, they won't know that we have been doing this together since 2014 They will just be like Oh who are these new Radio show hosts That are on Sirius XM Well they don't know that this has been in the works For really going on Seven years because the first time I talked To you was 2013 And it was September So We also have to get out of this thing Where we think that things happen overnight because they don't. Are you willing, though, to let your gift and your purpose manifest? Are you willing to do that? Are you willing to suffer? Are you willing to go through the process? There's so much more to life than what we want to admit or what we want to give credit to. We are so much more than the the makeup we put on to cover up who we really are. We're so much more than our social media profiles We're so much more than what people see on a regular basis. And if we would just let our light shine, and I hate to be cliche, but if we would just let the light shine that is within us, there is so much we can present. And the people we are trying to reach We may never reach, but the people we need to reach, we probably, as somebody said on Saturday, maybe my sister-in-law, maybe Tamaria, probably would have the right people on our train, not just people on our train. And I'm going to finish with that. Tammy, do you have anything uh, do you have any announcements, anything coming up, um, anything you want to share um, with our listeners tonight? I do. I have a couple things coming up, but I'm not ready to share. <laughs> so, <laughs> <just enough. laughs> the only thing I'm going to share, 
the only thing I'm going to share is that if you ever see me uh, on a major stage, don't be surprised because I'm telling you now, I've been planting seeds. <laughs> and so if you ever see me on a big stage, don't be surprised. Um, but my plan is to announce it first here on the Butterfly Evolution Show. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, obviously, like Tamaria will know, Tammy will know, and some other people. Um, but before I make an announcement on Facebook or any other social media, it will be announced here. But I've been planting some seeds, Tammy, and um, I believe one day I'm going to hear something. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, I do want to give a shout out to all the people who, um, like Tamaria's friend, uh, uh, Carmel, um, who was on her show Saturday, who are still buying my book, Tired of Being Black, my friend Christine, um, uh, who's purchased the book. Uh, some other people have uh, read the book, um, you know, and I think some good things are going to happen, Tammy. I know 2020 has been a rough year overall, but it doesn't mean that we cannot have some great things happen um, in our lives. So I do want to share that. Amen to that. If there's nothing else, Tammy, I want to say uh, this has been, this has been very helpful. And, um, I do want to, before we get off, I want to, I know you were waiting for some people to uh, to come on, but I do want to give Tamari the opportunity to share how people can listen to the CC America uh, podcast. Well, thank you both for your support, and thank you for joining the show um, this past weekend and for the motivation to eventually get started. <laughs> um, this has definitely been a long journey, but... The great news is you can find the CC America podcast, and it's like CC as in carbon copy, but it stands for Confident Centers of America. Uh, the podcast is available on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and YouTube. You can also follow the Instagram page, which is where I have a link tree link that has all of the links. Um, it is CC America LLC on Instagram, and then Confident Centers of America on Facebook. Or, if it's easier for you, T. Allen Inspires. So that's kind of my main page, but that's also the hub for Confident Connotations, which is my clothing line, and CC America, which is where I host my podcast. Um, and it's, you can also access the podcast and other information on ccamericallc.com. So thank you all so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Samaria. Can you tell everyone? Samaria, Samaria, she did, can she tell them about the T-shirts, or can they get the T-shirts on that same website? Oh, great question. So I am selling faith-based apparel. That was also <laughs> a dream of mine for many years, <laughs> and that is available at confidentconnotations.com. I'm actually working on some new design concepts. But, again, that's www.confidentconnotations.com. And the goal really is to inspire life, 
spark conversation and give us an opportunity to share our faith um, through apparel and accessories. Thank you. All right. Tammy, we're still waiting on your address because I want to send you some shirts. So uh, don't forget no, to send me your address. I, have, I, text, I text you my address and ask you for some information that I have yet to get. So no, no, no fixed mindset. I sent it to oh, you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I, I do apologize. I, do apologize. I sent it to you. I do apologize. My bad. My bad. At 4.50 well, we will... p.m. August 21st. Hmm. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, I do apologize, and, and I will make sure that you that you get it. <laughs> oh, my you, goodness. You have to text well, me thank... back some information as well. I most certainly will. Now, look, now I got to go through my messages <laughs> and, 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 and write my wrong. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Put bleach in that sink, baby. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I most certainly will. I most certainly will. Uh, and tell me, I, I, and I texted you during the during the show, uh, so. I don't know if you've seen it yet or not, but to all of you guys, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for always tuning in to the Butterfly Evolution Show, whether or not you do it live or you listen to the archive show. Please know that we appreciate you very much, and we'd love to hear from you at any time. Um, We are always looking for show ideas. We're always looking for guests. Uh, so please, please, please uh, reach out to us. Uh, but in the meantime, we hope that you guys have a blessed week, and we will see you next week, same time, same station. Good night, everybody. Oh,